0: All right. Ready, Freddie? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Right. Welcome to Semi Together, a podcast about having some of your life together all the time. It's about working on where you want to get it together, while giving yourself credit for where you've got it together. As we learn to live with more calm, joy, and authenticity, we share takeaways that you can use too. I'm Malia Dicker, and I'm in upstate New York. And I'm her sister, Jillian Burgess, and I live in Barcelona, Spain, but
1: I'm also in upstate New York with Malia right now. Yay. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, it's been wonderful. We've been spending the holidays together as a family, and I'm wishing you a very happy new year, dear listener.
0: Yes, we hope that it's been restful and connecting, and ours has been, you know, a mixed bag of once we got past, I think, the stress, you know, yeah. and we were where we were at in our last episode.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> of being like, screw everything, know. happy holidays to, all, to none. (laughs)
0: this is the part where situation where it's like the freak out and then it's almost like I thought of it as like wedding planning, like oh, how it was yeah. like, you know, or any event planning where it's just like stress, stress, stress. And then you're like, well, it's rolling now. And it's sort of the dice cast. And right. So, let's, let's, let's enjoy, enjoy it. it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You found that meme, right? That was like, I, I have two modes in the holidays. <laughs> <Yes. It's- laughs>
1: it has a picture of Buddy the Elf and the Grinch.
0: <laughs> and that's, Either or. Yeah. Basically, those are my two modes. It's like, like A shift between, sometimes within the course of an hour yeah, <laughs> or a few yep. minutes.
1: <laughs> exactly. So that's how it was. Um, but once we got here, I feel like once, because we had a very, You know, busy lead up to getting on the plane from Barcelona to getting here. And once we were in transit, it was like, okay, everything's good, everything's done, you know. Jesus, take the wheel, yep. <laughs> hopefully it'll all go to
0: plan, and yep. it did. At that point, you're like, just get on the plane, and yes. then it'll be, we'll be coasting. Yes, <laughs> and we luckily had no travel delays, everything went smoothly, and yep. then we were just here. So yep, that was and I was same. like, once you guys got here, it's like, well, now we're having fun. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> now we're in fun mode. Yeah, next level will be having more fun before and during and all the way through, but yes. that's a little much to ask it's All a lot of the time.
1: It's a lot to ask. I think we did pretty well with yeah. keeping it low stress and fun while we've been together, which was yes, the goal.
0: It really was. Yeah. I'll talk in my goals about setting intentions, which is always helpful before the experience. Yes. yes <laughs> so everyone can is. get their needs met if possible, or as much as possible. Absolutely. So
1: today we are doing a brief look back at 2023 and talking about our vision for 2024. Before we get into today's episode, do you want to do a little health check-in, Jill? Yes. So one of the stressors right before we left was that I, because of our holiday scheduling, I had to have my scans done like two days before we left, but then I couldn't get my results until the 29th of December. So I had a full week um, over Christmas of just waiting for the results, which was not ideal. But the alternative was like, I'd have to stay in Spain until the 29th and Not come back until after Christmas. Yeah. So we didn't want to do that. So I had a... Bunch of scans on the twenty second, and was just trying to manage the stress during during the time we were here, semi-successfully. I think most of the time I was able to kind of ride the waves, and you helped me through a little yeah. little mini meltdown um, around Christmas. I can't remember what day that was. Yeah. It was the day before. the day before it was the twenty eighth. Yeah. That's right. Which makes sense. I mean, yeah, the which anxiety about the unknown and totally. It happens every time, and this time it was a little more magnified just because of the holidays yeah. and being together. And
0: I know Glennon Doyle says like the holidays are not necessarily the most wonderful time of the year, they're just the most time of the year, the (laughs) most everything.
1: (laughs) It's a lot of everything, a lot of joy, but then also a lot of stress. And (laughs) I know, adding the layer of scans right on top of it was hard. But we had an early morning appointment with my oncologist who was going to call my cell phone. Mm -hmm. And it was like 7.15am Eastern time. And they're like, but we're going to call you like when he's done with all of his uh, physical appointments for the day. So often those are delayed. So he didn't call until like after (laughs) nine. So we has to be awake, just kind of like live in bed and like reading and trying not to stress so he called and it was it was good news everything is stable Yay. it's a very you know two hours of of waiting anxiously for like a minute conversation <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But
0: all good news.
1: So that was a big relief just to know that everything is is looking good. Yeah, we
0: toasted with some champagne or some kind of bevy that morning. Mm -hmm. That was really nice. Yeah. Yes, it's very, very
1: nice. So yes, so a great way to start the new year.
0: Absolutely. And I think we've done it pretty well with navigating the two households. This is the first holiday that Jill's and my parents have been living in the same town as my family. And so Jill and Brian have been sharing their time generously between the two households. And so it's a (laughs) Brene Brown calls these uh, FFTs effing first times where it's like anything you do the first time is like you know anxiety inducing or a little wonky or just messy right. and so just knowing that we're figuring it out as we go and navigating it I think for me that was helpful and yeah
1: I, yeah and I think we I, I hope we did a good job of you know yeah. me, making sure everyone felt like they were getting enough time and attention and yeah you know, we were generously hosted by by you guys and by our folks and you know splitting time and trying to find that balance I I think we did an okay job uh, so soon we
0: were trying not to stress you out. While also wanting to maximize time. with Totally. These We're all trying to take care of each other and also like our own needs. <laughs> yes, yes. Which is, you know, always complicated. But exactly. I, think I think we did. We, I think we managed it. Yes, yeah. we managed it
1: well. And, you know, got our needs met as much as possible. <laughs> yeah, a lot of good quality time with you know, the whole fam and then, you know, smaller groups as well.
0: Yes, exactly. Well, let's get into our topic for today. How we are approaching the new year. We don't usually do traditional New Year's resolutions, but over time we have tried a variety of frameworks to set our focus and intentions for the year, including... Nineteen for 2019, Liz, and 20 for 2020, which <laughs> <laughs> fell apart around March. Yeah, March. yeah. I think we
1: started in what 2017 or 2016. So, yeah. Yeah, this is Gretchen Rubin's framework um, from her Happier podcast with her sister, Liz.
0: Yeah, so it's like a mix of small and large, like in some habit goals and some one-offs you want know, mm-hmm. to accomplish, and some the bigger
1: year. things. And yeah, in the and when it was still in the teens, mm-hmm. I found that helpful.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder if they still do it. I have, I've lost.
1: I I think they do. I have, I've lost, <laughs> lost track third, of it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, once we got toward twenty anyway, before twenty twenty, you know, went off the rails. I was like, that
0: does seem like a lot of I things. Know, exactly. want okay. then... <laughs> to make them more than one-offs and smaller. Yeah, ones. it's got to be small. Yeah, habits. That's a lot of habits to form and yeah. maintain. <laughs> it feels like a lot of pressure to <laughs> me. It's too much. Yeah, I think that's where I'm landing. Is like, if something feels too stressful and not like expansive, then I'm not going to do it. Right, like, and that's like, not right like, for yeah, me right get to now. You can decide, right? Right. Um, so, word of the year or mantra of the year has been another experiment traditional resolutions sometimes
1: yeah it's been a long time
0: I think since I've done that maybe 10 plus years but mm-hmm. you know yeah I think same I mean since we have the podcast and we've had the podcast for sure traditional and then vision collages mm-hmm. yeah. which is always fun yeah I made one some mid-year I think or sometime in the fall just because I was feeling like jambly or you know anxious that morning so mm-hmm. I was like I'm just gonna cut up some magazines and stick
1: them on, <laughs> on <my poster laughs> <board."> Nice. <laughs> Yes, we were talking about doing that with some friends in Barcelona sometime in the new year,
0: which would be it's, nice. It's really fun. Yeah, yeah.
1: it's. I wasn't in the right headspace for it last year, right? But I think I will be this year. We'll see.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, is I mean, just make it pretty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, make just beautiful picture, things. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, and we will link to our previous New Year's episodes
0: in the show notes. So for this year, uh, you may be wondering whether it's even worth to set New Year's resolutions. There may be a part of your brain that is like, ugh, you know, they never work, or you can start new things at any time. Like, why the new year? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Why bother? (laughs) Yeah, I can do it in March or in July, whatever. I know. Another Gretchen Rubin thing that's been helpful, I think of it on the weekly, is like, things that can happen at any time often happen at no time. Yes, I do find that helpful as well, because it's definitely true for me. Yes, and I think it's helpful, too, for me to remember that our brains want to conserve energy and like they just want to survive so right. they do that by conserving energy and then keeping us safe what they deem safe which means like right here right now this, <laughs> this very moment in this very place that anything outside of that is potentially dangerous so, <laughs> yeah and don't like, make me work too hard yes, or think too hard exactly. or move outside my little Any safe zone so I'm always like okay brain let's just do a tiny little experiment and then right. you know a little bit of energy a little bit of risk not much don't not freak out mistakes yeah and just see what happens you yeah. know just get some data so I think it's it's helpful to remember that first of all it's up to you to decide you get to decide right. no matter what, what not an obligation yeah not a requirement <laughs> <Always> a possibility <laughs> the could do list yes not if the should decide list. yeah yeah uh, and it's, yeah, it's probably worth experimenting to see if this writing the New Year's Energy Wave works for you. And man, we're talking about Gretchen Rubin a lot, but she, she's <laughs> yeah. really into the habits and, you know, and happiness and just intentional frameworks, yeah, frameworks mm-hmm. and projects to just live in a way that feels well and happy for you. But the, her book Better Than Before, Mastering the Habits of Our Everyday Lives, which I never finished, but I, I, I've oh, I did finish it. from the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So
1: good for you. Yeah, I did, but I, you know, it's been years. Yeah. I, I found it helpful. It's a good, no <laughs> it's a good. Have
0: a book, but she includes this strategy of the clean slate so she talks about the fresh start the do-over or the new year is a crucial time because it offers tremendous opportunity for forming new habits. And she also says like a move to a new place or starting a new job, all those new things is just a time where the slate's like clean. And uh, she said, it's so powerful that it, you know, making use of it is a good idea. She says, by making ourselves conscious of times of beginning, we can harness these crucial moments of opportunity to forge new and better habits. For example, in one study of people trying to make a change, such as change in career or education, relationships, addictive behaviors, health behaviors, such as, as dieting or change in perspective, 36% of successful changes were associated with a move to a new location.
1: Yeah, which I relate to, you know, like yes, um, when you move to a new apartment, new house, new job, I remember reading something, I'll have to look this up, but I remember writing about this in terms of habit change, that a clean slate can even be like the start of a new month or a new week, yes. or like it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be a birthday or, a you know, another big holiday or milestone, it can even be like, okay, Monday is right. this clean slate. That's right, you, you know?
0: choose a time, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a character in one of the shows that we watch, he decided, he was kind of, you know, I don't know, schlubby and didn't present himself well, and then he suddenly started wearing suits for his job. Mm-hmm. And so people are like, "Oh, you look really nice!" Like, "Oh, you're wearing a suit." And he's like, "I wear suits now. I <laughs> I'm wear the suits." Guy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I love that illustration. You can really change. You know, you can change anytime, but sure. having it defined where it's like, "This is what we're doing now," or at least an experiment.
1: Yeah, this is the moment I'm going to try. Yes, something. exactly.
0: Yes, and moving to a new location for us has been helpful. It's also helpful. Gretchen Rubin points out that when there's a new, a clean slate, or you know something shifts, it's also a time when habits can fall off. Like, Like Mm -hmm. exercise, for example, like when the kids went on summer break, I didn't have that structure of the bus stop where I'd put on my exercise clothes and then the bus would come and then I would, you know, have a quick breakfast and then go run or work out. Mm -hmm. And so that was hard to find another time where it was just up to me to pick another habit cue and another yeah, pairing thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's definitely,
1: it's hard when things shift and it it can be a great opportunity for like, okay, now I'm moving to a new place and I'm going to start a new habit, but yeah, that exactly. is tricky. We yes. we had that happen this summer too, and things were all out of whack with yep. travel and just travel, reasons. Exactly. Yeah, holidays are the same way. So yeah, New
0: Year can be like a reset. Yes. Also, I've noticed that it's helpful to ride the wave of collective energy, kind Mm -hmm. of like what's in the zeitgeist, what people are talking about and thinking about. And so body doubling as a strategy, especially in neurodivergent communities, I think it's helpful for all humans Mm -hmm. and then especially ADHDers. It's when you are working simultaneously with someone or someone's in the room holding the space with you or on Zoom, whether or not you're doing the same type of work. And I think it can work the same way with things that are like, okay, we're all doing something to work on ourselves or to make some changes in our lives to align with Priorities, and so it's just a good time to kind of capitalize on that collective. NLJ.
1: Definitely. Yeah. And I find that when I go to a coffee shop with a friend and we're both doing work, you know, mm-hmm. our separate tasks, and we check in, you know, every half hour or something, or we go for a lunch break or a coffee break. But it's like we're both in work mode and there's that kind of just built in accountability. Yes.
0: Yeah. This yeah. is what we're doing now. Yeah. We're not
1: bouncing all around the right. house and like I'm you can do. Right. Getting up yeah, and doing a million <laughs> <get> tasks. <distracted. laughs> yes. like, we are here now. Yes. Another thing that we're thinking about is this blog post that Susan Kane, the author of Quiet and Bittersweet, wrote on January 1st that really resonates with both of us Mm -hmm. she talks about aiming to live a quiet or a quieter life this year and in the years to come she writes the quest for a quiet life is really about attention and how to direct it it's about intellectual and emotional energy and where to expend it are you directing your energy to people you love or to those who aggravate you are you starting your day reading stressful news or emails or as the 12th century poet rumi asks you here with music and beauty so this is the poem Today, like every other day, we wake up empty and frightened. Don't open the door to the study and begin reading. Take down a musical instrument. Let the beauty we love be what we do. There are hundreds of ways to kneel and kiss the ground, which I love. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. I would like to read more Rumi. I have one yes, of his books on every my time. Kindle. Yeah, the guest house that we <laughs> yes. refer to often as Rumi. Yes, absolutely. So she says, if you tend to start your mornings flooded by stressful thoughts, you could try printing out these lines and keeping them near you. You could try finding your way of kissing the ground.
0: I love that. Me too. And I like the common humanity of every day we wake up empty and frightened. <laughs> today today like every other day. Ah uh, yes, this again. <laughs> I know. Oh, hello, anxiety. Oh, hello, I've missed you. Yes. And yes, like not just, you know, opening social media. Yes. Doom scrolling. Yes. Like really starting the day with intention. I try to do some kind of stillness, a reflective practice. Mm-hmm. It's hard when the kids get up early, like I do. I really love when I'm up a little bit earlier, even if that means Quiet five time. in the morning. Yeah, Oof, I may yeah. set up an alarm. But then I have, yeah, at least 10 minutes to myself. So mm-hmm. I may also just go downstairs and, like, hide away. <laughs> <Which> I- <laughs> Put your noise canceling
1: headphones on. <laughs> exactly. I like, I'm don't talk my cave. to me yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I'm not here. <laughs> yeah, but I I, did for a while start with like a poem or something, you know, mm-hmm. maybe I'll try to get back into that because it really is nice just to, uh, Greg McKeown in Essentialism talks about that too. He said, read something ancient or something, mm. you know, even from like the 1940s or like Laura Ingalls Wilder or whatever. Right. Like spans time. exactly like timeless kind of literature where it just feels, you recognize your place in time and it gives you perspective that like this tiny little problem that you're having. Yeah, like a small moment
1: of reflection. Yeah, I like that a lot.
0: Yeah, that we are specs in the universe. Yes. It's always good to be reminded. It is. So Susan Cain says she tends to start her mornings like many of us do, feeling stressed with her mind racing, wanting to immediately check her inbox and scroll emails and look at social media. But she is working on making active choices every day to direct her attention to things that nurture a joyful, quiet life instead. She writes, I'm not one for New Year's resolutions. I think we get farther focusing on joy rather than willpower. I started exercising only when I found activities I adored, tennis, yoga. I started eating copious amounts of vegetables only when I found dishes I loved. And I started writing only when I took to working in sunny cafe windows. So instead of a resolution, this year I'd like to suggest that we simply ask ourselves whether we're directing our attention properly. Are you letting the beauty you love be what you do? In case you feel guilty prioritizing a quiet life in times of strife, of which Rumi himself had experienced plenty, this is not about hiding our heads in the sand It's rather about recognizing that we all have our light sides and our shadow sides. And every day, many times a day, without realizing it, we make a choice of which side of our natures to nourish. And where we choose to direct our thoughts has the power to change our emotions and actions. Yes. I really love this. She says it beautifully. She does.
1: She's a beautiful writer. I really love her work. And I just really... I love this idea. I would not thought of a quiet life in these terms. Yeah. You know, because like quiet doesn't have to be boring or dull. Yeah. Or like not big in your own or rich in mm -hmm, your own way. Right. Like quiet can still be all of those things. It can be full of connection and joy and also not full of noise. You know? Yeah.
0: Full of the non-essentials. Yeah. stuff that really doesn't matter. The stuff that you like will look back at the end of the day or the end of the week or the end of your life and just be like, oh, what did I even do? Right. Did it even matter? Yeah. Or I wish I had done this that so yes I'm attending to the thoughts and the emotions and the people that make us happier and make us better mm-hmm. because yeah one of the things I'm trying to do is just notice the different thoughts that come up and the feelings and just like allow them but then let them float away like clouds in the sky <laughs> instead of letting them sweep me away <laughs> yes
1: it's like the blue sky mind concept of meditation just yeah. the clouds
0: floating by I'm and not taking the controls and <laughs> driving me somewhere <laughs> Road reaching me. Yes. <laughs> oh goodness. Yes. So we can our brain brains are gonna brain. <laughs> they're gonna have their thoughts, they're True. gonna feelings will come up, all those neurochemicals, and then we can just let them pass. Just be. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and choose the ones that serve us and others. <laughs> yes. So to the end of focusing our attention and energy where it matters to us, we are doing a new experiment this year. We're each going to share our top three got it togethers from 2023 and top three get it togethers for 2024. That is three areas where we've made meaningful progress last year and three areas where we'd most like to progress in the coming year and how we'd like to align our actions with these priorities.
1: Yes. So Get It Together, Got It Together is a segment we do in most episodes where we share something we'd like to work on and something that's going well for us right now. We found this framing helpful to remind us that at any given moment, there are things that are working for us and things that aren't. And those things are constantly shifting. It helps us to find the wins, especially on the days where it feels like everything is falling apart.
0: Yes, yeah, so two things are true, Dr. Becky Kennedy framing helps so, so, so much. Yes, yes, and... <sighs> yeah, exactly, yeah. like, yes, and it doesn't necessarily need to negate the other thing. Like, when this thing is going you know roughly <laughs> other things can still be going well right I'm not wrong right what's like, not wrong
1: yes yeah, like a, a road you know half of it can be really bumpy and unpaved and like cracks and stuff and the other part can be like smooth pavement and right smooth sailing so
0: <laughs> same road oh my gosh I know curling has been really helpful you know we, we joined a curling like this year mm-hmm. and just like to recognize what's going right like what are the things yes. or at least that are not wrong because there's so so many things and you're learning a new skill to attend to at once can just feel like I'm terrible at everything this is the worst right <laughs> but then like, you think back to like where you were on your very yeah, first day exactly recognizing progress not perfection yes. and being like okay this thing is relatively okay let me work on this aspect of it right. always a get it together got it together yeah <laughs> constantly yep. shifting it is life yes <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> well Jill do you want to start with your 2023 got it togethers yes so my first got it together from last year was rejoining the gym
1: last Yay. February yes that's that, really big it was huge yeah yeah, so it was a full 3 years almost to the day after I stopped going when COVID hit in mm. February 2020. Oh wow. So that, you know, of course turned our lives upside down mm. and then after my cancer diagnosis, I was being extra cautious for different periods mm-hmm. and so there were a few times where I thought about going back, but the timing wasn't right. And so finally last year I rejoined and it's been wonderful. I mean, I'm so glad. yes, I've gone, you know, I think last summer it was harder to kind of maintain a schedule with mm. our travels and visitors, but getting back into the swing of things and just going to Zumba again has been yeah. um amazing oh. oh i just I, love
0: it so much i know i keep saying i want to go to zumba again so that might be i found actually i took some steps so i went oh. to i found a couple classes that are drop-in, amazing and pretty close so i think oh, i will hey, do that great. and it's like eight bucks you know eight or ten dollars oh for easy each win class. totally yes. yes and i went to your zumba class and yes it was so fun <laughs> so so fun and when you come back you can come
1: Yay. with me again mm-hmm. i've been trying to go a couple times a week and then do other things as well and brian also joined the same gym later in the year and mm-hmm. so that's been great we've been trying to figure out you know scheduling and trying to go with the same time together, whether we go to the same classes or not. Yeah, try to, double it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it does help when we make it work. Mm-hmm. So that was a big win. Yay! Yay! Really um, and, like actually going. Like, yes, actually Like getting the membership, going. but like yes. making
0: it a habit and a routine. Yeah, <laughs> and I
1: feel like COVID really helped me appreciate the gym because I couldn't go for so long, and now it's like, wow, exercising in my living room was fine, but it's not <laughs> the same yeah. as being in a class with people. and no, it's so like, much more fun. Oh,
0: so much more joyful. Well, and it's it's also a win that like over the summer and with travels and stuff, like if it's disrupted then you can pick it up again and yes. do it imperfectly you know yes. just like as much as serves you or works out in that time exactly. and being fine with that
1: exactly and even yeah during super busy periods even if I only made it to the gym once in a week or once every two weeks it was like it's something yeah, you know exactly
0: <laughs> the all or nothing thing does not serve us well no um, habit really. formation and um, no, maintaining. It yes I actually
1: have a I have a thing about that oh, in my get it together's teaser um <laughs> Yes. Uh, Okay. So my second got it together from 2023 is prioritizing time with people. Mm -hmm. So I talked about this in a few episodes last year that Brian sometime early last year, he doesn't really do resolutions, but kind of had an intention for the year of like, I really want to prioritize time with our people. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's the most important thing. Our friends in Barcelona, but then our friends and family elsewhere. And so that was kind of a good touchstone Mm -hmm. when making decisions. So we we put it to the test around uh, Easter last year. We had a, a break we were taking and we were like, oh, we could go here we could go here we weren't really sure and then a friend's milestone birthday party was happening in Zurich Mm -hmm. and so we collaborated with with his wife our friend and we surprised him for that and some other really dear friends live in Zurich and we we had a wonderful time it was mm. such great like connection and joy um so we just using that as the framework you know for seeing people for having visits for having trips and just like making that the priority yeah it's like
0: oh do i go do i not go or do mm-hmm. we go to this wedding of people we sort of know or do i go to this 40th right. birthday party of someone that i know better
1: right it helps just in that moment of indecision
0: mm-hmm. like yeah people you know our people so yeah that's you guys have done really really well with that and it's not easy because you're international like so <laughs> in the states you know there's a lot of money yeah. And time and effort and coordination. Together. Yeah, yeah,
1: totally. But it's so worth it. Like when I was here last summer, we went to New York with a few of our girlfriends, mm. which was so wonderful. And you know, spending time with both sides of, of Brian's too. family and our family. So it's been really good. So I want to keep keep yes, that going. Agree. You know. Um, and then my third one is trying to incorporate small doses of care and joy into every day. So some days are better than others. Mm. Some are more <laughs> successful than others. But I'm really letting go of yeah that all or nothing attitude mm-hmm. um, and trying to say, okay, if I don't have a big chunk of time to do what I want to do, like walking or reading or you know playing music or whatever it is, cooking, it's not that I can't do them at all. Right. I can do what I can that day. So five or ten minutes of reading or playing the uke
0: is better than nothing at all yeah or like one unit of thing like play one song or dance (laughs) to one song
1: right exactly play one thing that i love or you know like eat one healthy snack or whatever it is like a little dose is better than zero
0: and be aware of that voice that will be like that's not enough like don't even bother
1: okay voice
0: like that part of me like (laughs) i hear you i hear you it always
1: makes your day better it absolutely does so carving out those little moments is far better than just letting the day get away from me and being like I did nothing joyful today. Right? Like, that's I know. such a
0: bummer. I know. Sometimes I'll be like just a little joy. I feel like a shell of a person. <laughs> I like can
1: dose, a drop of joy, please. Exactly.
0: Dose yourself. Yes. <laughs> okay. What about you, Malia? Um, well, first of all, congrats. That's awesome. Those are big wins. Those are the things that matter. So yes. I'm really, really glad that your actions align with your intentions Thank in you. these ways. Okay. So my 2023 Got It Together's, the areas that are going well. So we've made our living spaces calmer and more useful. So that's entailed purging clutter and creating kind of a baseline state where we can do what Therapist Casey Davis calls a room reset mm-hmm. where it's yeah, five or ten minutes we can get it back to that baseline state where it's like there's containers for things, there's homes for everything. Oh yeah, that's I mean, major. Yeah. Maybe not like everything in the house, but in our main living spaces. So when you know it gets untidy, it's real easy to get it back to its state that we want it to be, its desired state. And then we've also instated chores, like I think I talked about that in the last episode. It's still an experiment phase, especially with holiday visits and everything. Sure, no off, school and yeah. off track. So uh five fifteen PM we have an alarm that goes off and we convene cause syncing up our times when we're all doing our own thing. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, if someone's busy, the other person starts doing another thing. And then we're not aligned still for another 10 minutes or something. So we're like five 15, we're gonna convene up at the dining room table. And then this app green light allows us to, you know have debit cards for each of the kids. And oh. so, yeah, they have a little account and we check off a chore and then they get credit. They get money for that. Nice. And it's real debit cards. They don't, they go to zero so they can't like <laughs> <laughs> get yeah, all money. Exactly. That's <laughs>
1: why. Yeah, it's, it'll be
0: like no funds if they try to <laughs> buy Roblox or something. But that's been good. So then our, you know, the floors are less gritty and mm-hmm. like I'm forced to clean up my post-its and stuff from the dining room table, <laughs> which becomes my mobile office because yeah, Avery needs to spray down the services. So it's just having those built in and having a structure. It's been really, really good and we just felt calmer and like we're using our spaces better Mm -hmm. because they're not just like clogged with stuff and it's not like we walk into the room in the morning and just feel yeah I know I I do my rounds too I will give myself credit for that like every Mm -hmm. night you know the kids go to bed Darren retires to watch some show and then I have my podcast on and Mm -hmm. I'll like do whatever dishes there are and I'll reset the living room so like putting the like throw blankets away and putting Avery's tablet like plugged in you know those kinds of things so that's been really good so then we can wake up to yeah a nice Environments um and oh yes body doubling is key also mm-hmm. for the um thinking of up the chores because oh, yeah. yeah just like this is what we are doing now we all are yes, doing this at the same time and darren is making dinner and i think i mentioned before he felt like he was like our personal chef you know like, <laughs> like make our me servant. Dinner. yeah exactly <laughs> And so uh, this is much better because we're also doing, you know, something to contribute toward the well-being of the house.
1: Oh, that's great. I really love the resetting the room framework as well. I've been trying to think about that as well in evenings where, you know, we'll eat dinner, we'll watch a show, and then it's very easy to just, like, leave. We have these little tray table things, like, leave that out or leave glasses out or leave stuff on the kitchen table. And then, yeah, walking into the living room the next day and being like, ugh, I'm already stressed (laughs) and annoyed. But just being like, okay, five minutes to reset it really does the trick. Yeah, You know? It's
0: just a gift to your, your future. Yourself, self yes. and so yeah I try to also build that relationship with my past self and be like you know my future and past self so when I'm like doing the room reset I'd be like all right future Milia here you go yeah, and then the next morning yeah to be like thanks past Milia you did a good job, job. You know? <laughs> instead of berating her like <laughs> my default yes <laughs> um so, uh, the second thing that worked was connection, also, like mm-hmm. just being more aware of where I'm directing my attention and energy and resources, both in the moment and then for big you know, trips and visits mm-hmm. and in person time or Zoom catch ups. And, you know, making sure that, like, if I'm crafting or even consuming an Instagram post and then my family's talking to me, I can at least say, like, hey, I'm just going to finish this. You know, just in, just give me a minute. Right, because, just give me a second. Yes, because it feels like our attention, especially as ADHDers, it feels like we're down deep. You know, we talk about scuba diving versus snorkeling. Mm-hmm. So part of what, you know, it's like if we're sitting on the couch next to each other, I'm going to try to choose snorkel activities where it's like I'm scrolling, but I'm not like reading a New Yorker article or something, right. you know, <laughs> or if it's something I can like you know, put my head above the water if Darren wants my attention or just show me mm-hmm. something. So Briefly like, surface. Yeah, right? briefly <laughs> surface. Yeah, exactly. So don't get the bins. <laughs> you know, going up yeah, to the, the surface stops fast. Along the way, exactly. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. get irritated, you know. Um, so yeah, and putting the phone away at meals. And mm-hmm. if it's, you know, a quick thing, just make it a quick thing or say, like, hey, I'll put this away in a minute, you know. Uh, making trips to Europe. Yes. And, uh, yeah, one thing about living in New York, it really has panned out well that we've been able to see each other a lot more often.
1: Two European trips. I mean, we made it to Barcelona yeah, and to in London, London. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's, and it was a really, really wonderful time and like Amazing. priceless. Yes, totally worth it. I'm planning a trip to, to California to see yeah, my college roommates and just putting those things on the calendar mm-hmm. and just like pinning things down and having, you know, buying the plane ticket. I yeah. finally did that. That is also yeah, a, it's a win. Huge win. I hate buying plane tickets. It is the worst. Too many so, options. Bravo. Yeah. So much anxiety, so did that, yeah. And I also have this app called Finch. Um, it's mm. there's a free version, so don't pay for it if you don't need to, <laughs> they'll try to make you. But anyway, it's like this little like Tamagotchi like creature which um, oh, really? you can dress up in little clothes and stuff when you achieve the goals that you set out for yourself. But I have one that's like maintain existing or long time relationships, and then one that's nurture new relationships. Mm. And so I'll just like check those off and get little rainbow stones like um, credits. <laughs> so It reminds me all the time of like, yes, this is important to me. Oh, that's awesome, I yeah, love this that. Is what I'm idea. Um, the last one is getting to know our new surroundings mm-hmm. and prioritizing activities that expand our experiences and enrich us in some way um, by challenge, adventure, fun, connection with each other. So yeah, Darren and I with the curling mm-hmm. league and then travel, doing some hikes with the kids or museums. The kids tried some sports and did some camps that kind of expose them to new sports. And so yeah, just like trying new stuff and because you can get to the end of a weekend and be like, oh, what did we even do? We just kind of right. sat around or... And we did the same old, same old and like those new memorable things are connecting and, and I don't know, it just makes you feel more alive. Yeah. You
1: just feel more enriched. I mean, I feel like while we've been here, we've done so many cool things yeah. and like explored the area and checked out really fun places and ate really good meals and went to a museum and, you know, it's, I feel like you guys have done a really good job of, yeah, getting to know your new home. Thank you. And appreciating
0: it. Yeah. And showing it to us, which is great. I know. It's a really good excuse to get yes. to know more places <laughs> when you visit. We love it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Wow, what about the get it togethers for 2024?
1: Okay, so my first one is learning when to say yes and or no thank you. Those are my...
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Thank you.
1: So it's something I think about a lot, you know, yes and is a classic improv technique Mm -hmm. where you build off what people are saying Mm -hmm. and, and my default is to say yes and. I really, I want to do fun things. I have FOMO. I, you know, it's It's easy for me to say yes to things that are connecting or enriching, but I have a harder time saying no thank you when I need to rest or Mm -hmm. I need downtime or I need whatever it is that I... Need to care for myself. Mm -hmm. I have a harder time doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, in the prioritizing people and connection in this past year, uh, I think we did a great job of that. But we might have gone a little (laughs) (laughs) too much. But the thing is, both of us, Brian and I, were like we wouldn't have said no to any of those things. Like all of those trips and visits and experiences. And there were things that we did say no to, (laughs) smaller things. Um, But. I think pauses in between them mm-hmm. is important to build in. They were kind of compressed,
0: right? And like, a, yeah, it was <laughs> a, a very period in the
1: fall. It was like June through really December oh, wow. was. I think we had like two free weekends in that whole Whoa. span, which was which was too much right um but it was all things that we wanted to do no <laughs> finding that right
0: how. balance for whatever times it's shifting too like your yeah. energy and capacity and it's also hard and the plans have been made a while back but...
1: right right and it's like what are we not going to go to London with Malia and Darren and the kids <laughs> no. or
0: like take this trip or have this visit
1: <laughs> or do this thing so um but thinking about it in terms of you know blackout dates or mm-hmm. you know actually marking those things on the calendar the way we would plans with yeah, other people yeah. um Just, like,
0: ex- catching your breath
1: yeah because that was the thing about 2020 one of the good things about 2020 is that there was so much built in Mm. rest and recharge time and trying to hold on to a little of that that. making sure that you know like one weekend a month is completely clear Mm -hmm. or you know one day a weekend we don't have any plans that kind of thing Mm -hmm. um so practicing the pause asking myself questions before committing to anything and just trying to prevent being stressed and burnt out so I can appreciate the things that I do say yes to.
0: Yeah, and I think that not saying yes in the moment has been really good. Yes. Yeah, just so, for so I, I know myself too, I am getting really excited about things. Yes. And, you know, <laughs> oh, let's do it. Oh, this is the new, best new thing. And then you're just like, let me check my calendar. Let me see my capacity. And then I'll, I'll, I'll get, get back, back to you. you. Yes, it's
1: a very smart thing to do. Mm-hmm. My second one is finding the right moments in the day for the different key puzzle pieces. Mm-hmm. So exercise, meditation, creative outlets. I've been struggling to fit them all in as many of us do. Um, So experimenting with different things like exercise in the mornings is a thing that brian and i are both trying to do which is great but that used to be our meditation slot mm-hmm, um i would mm-hmm. exercise later and so now we've been trying like a before bed meditation or right when the alarm goes off and we don't want to get up that's the moment we each like put our little headphones on and yeah. just in bed do a little headspace meditation Love it. which has been good and then we can go about our day so you know just trying different things and trying to fit those things in. yeah
0: and experimenting and following like the natural rhythms of the day right and, and being having... like this isn't
1: work so yeah. what else could we
0: try and having a habit cue is super important james clear talks about that yeah. in atomic habits but yeah trigger basically for yeah when we wake up and want to hit the alarm instead we get <laughs> it's actually
1: pretty nice because i'm like i don't want to get up so <laughs> right. we have that eight minutes
0: <laughs> for snooze anyway right. so you might as well <laughs> exactly yes and like after coffee do this and just like exactly. finding those points in the day like with the established habits and you already build on habit stacking right build another one on there yeah and zoning the time and i have a time zone schedule i use with my clients so um. Oh, nice. you or anybody listening wants that I can give you a copy but it just divides your day into bigger chunks like depending on kind of like if you know you have an early morning some people mm-hmm. don't have that at all and then it's like morning lunchtime you know and so on but it's bigger chunks rather than like 15 minute blocks right. or 30 minute blocks that you'd get in a planner that you buy and like that stresses my brain out I'm like I don't know I don't know how long uh, yeah, gonna uh, do exactly generally <laughs> two hours or two happen. minutes yeah. I don't know yeah and then having those like you know ingredients for a good day where it's yes. like you know five minutes. If you, you said you end the in and yeah yeah
1: and that's actually been really great like I'll start usually before Brian gets home and then he'll join me for a few songs and then we have dinner and oh, it's great. that's great It's lovely yeah so my third get it together for the next year is making things and sharing them with others mm-hmm. so this is kind of broad but you know I have a lot of ideas uh, that I want to pursue or continue with and I often get stuck with the follow through and the completion so even with semi together which I love um, you know we haven't been as regular with our podcasting <laughs> schedule <laughs> and things like that because of a lot of real reasons <laughs> but yeah. I miss it and I want to explore more ideas to connect with you all our listeners but I feel frozen and overwhelmed and then I do nothing and it's like <laughs> so, <that>. many, steps. <laughs> so yeah. many steps and it's like that with so many other creative areas of my life and or even just making things like doing cooking experiments yeah. and having people over for a casual dinner party or it can take a lot of forms but I want to make more things and share more
0: things. I love that framing. Yeah. Nice. I may uh, borrow that because yeah. I put expansion as one of my goals, which I'll talk about. But yes, the the output is part yes. of it because I have so much input, like, constant <laughs> yes. input. And I'm like, I have all these journals full of ideas and concepts and drawings. And I'm just like, I just want to share these in some regular way. Imperfectly. Yes. Imperfectly. Exactly. Incompletely. And just an offering, you know, it's like here, just this is my sharing with you. It doesn't mean it's not a performance. It's not an right. achievement. It's just like, Yeah. Here's something. You're welcome. (laughs) Well, um, my Get It Together is for 2024, uh, number one intention, uh, what mm-hmm. do I most want out of this experience? I did change these up. I was um, oh, nice. kind of the frame for this is mm-hmm. I was thinking about three words and I've been thinking like vitality, connection and expansion. Mm-hmm. I'm, for the last few months, I've been thinking about that as like values that I'm trying to embody and it helps me make decisions like talked yes. about where it's just like, oh, if there's an, a weekend and there's several different activities we could choose, like which one will help us feel more alive and mm-hmm. like, expansive, just like like bigger and growing, enriching ourselves and connected. So that's been really helpful. The intention part, I think, you know, and those kind of are – they're not on lock exactly, but I think they're rolling enough to be yeah. shift them a little bit. And so, yeah, intention, what I most want out of this experience, you know, pausing to check the alignment with the values and the things that really matter. Because our tendency, especially as ADHDers, is to just whatever's in front of us, like, Ooh, shiny and right, dive into right. it. And then not really like, oh, is this the most important thing to be doing right now? Do I need to be doing this? Mm-hmm. Is there someone else here who needs my attention and I can be present for? So, yeah, there's a the Henry David Thoreau quote it is not enough to be busy so are the ants the question is what are we busy about Mm, yes i love that so, yes, it's a good pre-check for trips and visits, like the one mm-hmm. we did in our, we have a Google Doc where Darren and I put in our intentions for the visits, so mm-hmm. the holiday visits, so like maximize calm and connection and ample quality time with our people mm-hmm. in different combinations. Yes, which I love. <laughs> yes. It's
1: really a helpful framework and a way to just pause in advance of yeah, the thing. Yeah,
0: exactly. So, like, we, you know, there was a time we were going to go to a nearby town for, like, New Year's Eve, and we just had been doing so much. We're like, hey, let's just shift and stay here. It was a great. Like quite- Call. yeah we're yeah. just like we need some calm and connection mm-hmm. this will you know help with that goal absolutely um and we had some specific act- activities darren and i that we each wanted to do and so we put those in the document and so we did those and we mm-hmm. were just talking about how we feel like we've gotten you know what we wanted oh, out great. of the time which was really good so i want to include fun and play as part of the intentions <laughs> because of <it's- laughs> As an Enneagram one, <laughs> perfectionist ah, yes. performer, yes. <laughs> and it helps, you know, Bernie Brown talks about this in Atlas of the Heart that with disappointment, you ward off disappointment and avoid disappointment by before the events, like vacations, weekends, mm-hmm. whatever trips, each person can share what they're most hoping to get out of it. And then you can, you know, look at the actions, the activities you're doing and see. Does that align? Yeah. Does it align? Yeah. Like, can t- to the best extent possible, can people get their needs met? Mm-hmm. And the next level would be having the rest of my life have more intentions of, like, (laughs) vision and, you know, whatever I want out of this. And Outlive, this book by Peter Atiyah, is just so wonderful. But that's what he's talking about, is having vitality and health span as opposed to just lifespan, Mm -hmm. where you're enjoying and engaged and you're projecting farther. Which is hard, especially for ADHD brains, you know, the time blindness and the, yeah, the now and the not now. Right. Um, It's hard to even entertain that that exists. Right. Like, (laughs) sure. (laughs) One year from now, me exists. now. (laughs) Um, Inserting structured checkpoints has also been really helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, And I want to do that more like Focusmate. I may have talked about that in the podcast, but Mm -hmm. for body doubling, for virtual co-working, it's so wonderful because then it just marks time where it's like, yeah, you get on and you say your intention for the span of time, like 25 minutes, 15 minutes. And then at the end of that time, a time goes off and you check in like, how did it go? Right. And so, yes. And also just aware of the passage of time. Yes. It's a container for time, which <laughs> yes. for some of us Top is ball. very difficult. Maybe wordsmithing a sentence for like two hours. I'm <laughs> <Yep. laughs> Like, oh, <laughs> come up for air. And then, um, yeah, zoning time. We talked a little about this, but having, you know, honoring the zones where it's like, okay, this time is dedicated to whatever activity. Like, we even have, like, a screen time. This is an experiment because, you know, our children watch a lot of screens more than I'd like. But we have, like, this is a time for the tablet or the computer or whatever. Mm-hmm. And if it's before we need to leave, you know, don't get into something really deep where you can't pause the game. Right. Or, yeah, so, like, whatever Being it is. Yeah, that's a snorkel activity. Yes. <laughs> we can shift out of quickly. <laughs> The second one is I put connection, but I think attention is really what it is. It's just, you know, who are my core people and what makes us feel connected, including like what do they need for me to fill their love tanks or their buckets, you Mm -hmm. know, their emotional bank accounts is how Gottman puts it. And so it's like how to do that regularly. And so then the idea is that the withdrawals, meaning like any conflict or, you know, disconnection, it doesn't bankrupt the account because Mm -hmm. you have that built up. Um, And finding activities that feel connecting for all parties involved, you know, these are related so intention helps find that but finding a place and the schedule for them and then so like if evan wants me to watch his video game i'll be like okay i have five minutes and i'll do that to to see what you're into and then also i'm going to be bored out of my mind dedicated five minutes (laughs) (laughs) that's up all right we'll move on and find something (laughs) that we both enjoy yes um and then output, yeah, just like you said. Like, I mm-hmm. I have so many inputs. I read so much. I listen to podcasts and then just sharing those things with other people mm-hmm. and then discussing them and then hearing their uh, takes and feedback and – wisdom of crowds and connection. I want to post more on social like, yes. to maintain relationships, to build relationships and also yeah, use that for my coaching practice also just to reach more people and mm-hmm. to help people like me uh, with their ADHD. It's important to me.
1: Awesome. Yes, I love all of those get-it-together goals for the new year.
0: Yay! And you can Yay. use them as filters yes, to yes. like sort the wheat from the chaff. There's yes. so much chaff. There's <laughs> all the
1: chaff. Yes, and listener you can also use this framework to think about your own life in the coming year. You can make a list of three got it togethers that you're proud of from 2023 and three get it togethers you'd like to focus on for 2024.
0: Well, that's all for this episode of semi together. How are you thinking about the new year? Do you set resolutions or intentions? Tell us at podcast at semitogether.com or send us a voice memo. And if you're an adult with ADHD, I would love to help you identify your goals for the new year and take action to meet them. So you can book a free discovery call at rising spiral
1: if you haven't already, please take a moment to subscribe and leave us a review. Thank you for listening to "Semi Together." And take it from us: you have it more together than you think you do.
0: We have an alarm that goes off, or like an Alexa announcement. I'm just looking at her. We have one in this room. I always forget when I say her name. Um, like, yes. yes I know. <laughs>